If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hello, kool Welcome to Barca Talk. I'm your host, Remy Dixon. In today's episode, we'll be diving into the good, the bad, the ugly of our second leg Copa del Rey matchup against Real Madrid and putting some context around our performance. But before we do that, a quick word from our sponsor, NordVPN. Are you tired of hackers and cyber criminals snooping around your online activities? Do you want to safely access your favorite shows and content from anywhere in the world? Then you need NordVPN the best VPN on the market. And the good news is that there's an exclusive birthday deal just for you. Buy NordVPN now and win extra subscription time. With NordVPN, you can protect your online activity and keep your private information away from prying eyes. And if you're traveling abroad, don't worry. Connect to a NordVPN server in your home country and safely enjoy content as if you'd never left. So what are you waiting for? Visit nordvpn.com barsa now to get this special birthday deal. Shield your data from snoops and criminals with NordVPN's state-of-the-art encryption. Safely listen to podcasts, stream shows, or simply browse in complete privacy. Again, visit nordvpn.com barsa. The link is in the show notes. Get NordVPN now and enjoy a safe and private online experience. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It was another disappointing performance in a second leg tournament matchup. Now, with the benefit of time, I feel like I can approach this quite objectively. So we're going to start off with some good, some bad, and some ugly of this match. The good, and admittedly there were not many, Alejandro Balde. This kid is phenomenal. What a gem he's been this season what a discovery um, we're so lucky 
to have a player that young, that phenomenal in that position. It was sorely needed, and I thought he did very well yesterday. His wing play was amazing. I mean, yes, could he have passed the ball to Kessie a little earlier on that amazing run that he had? Perhaps, but overall, it's just nice to see that we have a player that can turn it on that quickly, that can get into those offensive positions, and still not really lose too much on the defense end. When you look at the game and you see the goals that were scored, he wasn't at fault for any of them. Um, He was up playing attacking in certain places, but if his backup had done their jobs, he wouldn't have been at fault for any of those goals, and, and he wasn't. It's great to see that we have this player that can come into these big games being young, fearless, attack, and get back, and do all the things that we need him to do. He's been phenomenal this season, and Xavi started playing him a little later than I would have liked. He was clearly showing that he had the ability earlier, but credit to Xavi for actually making that change, sitting one of his friends and actively letting the youth get in there and show us what they had. Balde has done that. you know. I think the confidence from the manager, the time that he's been given, it's showing off and he's growing and getting better and... It's just a joy to see. So that was one of my best things about this game. He was phenomenal. The second good that I really want to discuss is Araujo and Kunde being mobile center backs. It's great to see the mobility. I mean, Araujo's run that he had, again, he could have passed the ball to Kessie a little earlier instead of taking that shot. But just to see a center back getting up there, cutting defenders, making those moves, being dangerous. It's not something that we need. We don't need our center backs playing that position. However, the mobility in both of those players is great to see. I mean, he was back there. He saved a goal from Vinicius earlier. Kunde, the goal that was scored, Kunde was there. He got a a piece of his body on it. So it's great to see these young center backs being so mobile, being so fast, being so maneuverable. And both of them are really good at attacking. I mean, Kunde's gotten up that right side sometimes as well. So that was good. I mean, again, defense is, there's not much good to say about defense, but if we're taking some positives away, Araujo, Kunde, their mobility is something that we have to look forward to moving through the next couple of seasons. And Hopefully we can keep them for a very long time. They're both very young. But for now, in this game, that's something I wanted to call out. That is is another good that we had. Getting into the bad. The first bad I really want to call out is Robert Lewandowski. Now, I'm not ignorant. I can sit here and say he is a striker. He needs the service. He's not been getting the service. He didn't get a lot of it in this game. And I understand that completely. However, we cannot ignore the fact that it's another big game where he didn't really show up. And these pile on top of each other. I still remember the first games that we played against Bayern. That first half against Bayern in the first Champions League game, Lewandowski had so many chances. Way better opportunities. And he just could not put it away. With all the issues that we had earlier on in the Champions League, I feel like Lewandowski's misfiring was some of that. 
he was getting those service opportunities. Dembele was passing, Pedri was there, and he was just not putting those chances away. So when you come to a game like this, we need him, and he has opportunities. there. It wasn't like he had the best opportunities, but he had a couple of chances that he could have put away um, if he were 100% on his game. A Lewandowski of a couple of years back probably would have put at least one of those away. He didn't. Again, I'm not blaming him, but it all kind of piles on each other, and we can't criticize other players without being able to criticize Robert Lewandowski. I, I think he's been scoring goals, but he has not been close to his best. As a leader, as a veteran player, I would say that he should be having these conversations with the team. I can't imagine that he, Xavi, he, Busquets, he's not talking to people to say, hey, this is where I need the ball. This is the kind of service I need. I remember hearing Gabriel talk about how when he and Rafinha play, they seem like they just don't know each other. They don't know how to play together. But that's a conversation that needs to be had. You've been playing together for long enough. You practice together. You need to be having those conversations. And as a veteran striker on a team that is struggling, you need to come and say, hey, this is where I'm going to be running. This is what I'm going to be doing. If I put my finger here, put the ball there. It's a team that can do that. But you need to be having these conversations. And at this point, he's gone a whole season of not being able to put it on in these big games. And you kind of have to wonder, like, what what's the conversations like behind the scenes? What's Xavi telling the players? What's he talking to the players about? How are they trying to work together to use him to his best and ensure that he can be helpful in these games? So I'm not going to put it all on Lewandowski. It's not just that he didn't score. There were a lot of reasons why he didn't get the service today, but... It is of note that it's another big game and he did not show up in the way that we needed him to. The second bad, Gavi. As much as I love Gavi, I really do. I think I love his fight. I love his tenacity. He's a spark plug of energy. He's a great player. I look forward to many more years of him playing on this team, possibly being a great. However, this attitude, this tenacity needs to be matured you cannot be playing like this all the time i just don't understand how he's not you know we're not seeing the conversations being had but somebody needs to be telling him like you can't get a yellow card early in a big game like this we are just it's the few you can see what's going to happen you can see that there will come a time where gavi gets a yellow early in the game, does something, gets a second yellow, gets sent off, and he's it's going to be a big game for us. It's going to be an important game, and he's going to get himself kicked out of the game and put us at risk because of this attitude. He needs to learn how to pick and choose his battles. As much as we love that he is tenacious, we all have to see and understand this could be a huge problem. Teams know how to wind him up. Like they, These players see him every week. They see how he acts, they see what he does, and we cannot pretend Vinicius wasn't actively trying to wind him up at times. It's going to be easy for a team to pull out a player like Gavi because they know that he has such a temper, and all you have to do is say a thing here, push him away here, and he's going to react. You can exploit that, so he needs to get that worked out. He did not play his best this game, but 
I think the biggest issues were the fact that he could not stop trying to foul a player, talking to a player, trying to start a fight. Honestly, he probably should have been sent off for a couple of different reasons, and it's great that he wasn't, but looking down the line, it's not sustainable. Like, There's just no way that Gavi at a certain point will not get a crucial second yellow or a red when we need him most. Now, the ugly. And there was a lot of ugly yesterday. Starting off with Rafinha. I don't know how I feel about Rafinha overall. I don't think I was super excited about him coming, but he has qualities that are good. And on his day, he could be a great winger. But I have not seen that yet at Barca. And this game was all the worst of Rafinha just put on display. His touch was abysmal. One of the moments I remember early on was there was a ball that was played to him from Gavi across field, and there were runners going, Lewandowski, and I, think, I can't remember who else, but they were clear. If he had gotten control of it, hit a one-touch, it's one-on-one with Courtois, and his touch just let him down, and this was the case over and over again. Now, I don't know if we're going to call Ancelotti's uh, placing of Kamavinga on that side, a masterclass. I don't know what we're going to call it, but it worked. It worked very well, and Rafinha just could not get past Kamavinga. Even when we thought Kamavinga was injured at first, sadly, I, I like the player, but I was like, oh, uh, it feels like that might not be a bad thing if he has to go off because it's just not happening right now, and the game proceeded to stay like that. Rafinha trying to get Megs, trying to get around him, and just could not get around him. I really don't understand why Rafinha wasn't pulled at half. He was utterly useless. Could not get a cross off, could not get a pass off. This game, he was ugly, and I really do feel one of the things with Rafinha that I've been kind of confused about is his passing. I do not feel like he's a great passer. There have been very few times where I've seen Rafinha just put a great ball across. It's either into a player or he's trying to beat somebody. I just have not seen that from him. And again, we really criticize a lot of other players on this team for not having the right wing play or not contributing enough. And I feel like Rafinha kind of goes under the radar in a lot of ways. I have not seen anything that says Rafinha is an undisputed starter in this team. I think if we have all of our players available, I don't start Rafinha on the right side. I mean, of course, it's what we have now, but it was just really bad yesterday, and I would have pulled him at half. Another ugly, Sergio Roberto. Now, last week, I went off on Busquets, and Sergio Roberto is one of those players where I remember when he was younger and coming into the squad, and there was so much talk about him being a really great midfielder. And then he went to right back, and there was so much talk about his versatility, which I loved at the time. But as time went on, it became very clear that, you know, the whole concept of master of, or good at all and master of none or something like that, like, he is that person. I never thought he was the best right back, and he was never the best midfielder. And now he's been on this team making absurd amounts of money for so long good for him but it's just not where we need to be and yesterday was just more proof that Sergio Roberto is one of the players that should not be on this team any longer 
he was ugly. It was poor in so many different moments and times, and he just did not help the game at all. I don't feel like he really added anything positive to the squad moving forward or defensively, and we paid for that. Of course, that was the situation we had to deal with, but again, having Sergio Roberto on this squad, having made him captain, keeping him at whatever contract he's at, all of that needs to be scrapped. If we're talking about opening up cap room, we need to get rid of players like Sergio Roberto. Like He's been a great steward of the team. Thank you for all your work. Thank you for Ramontada. All of it. We appreciate you, but go to MLS. Go do something else. Like You don't need to be here anymore. And speaking of people that do not need to be here anymore, the ugliest of the ugly yesterday was Marcos Alonso. This wasn't a surprise of a performance for me. I've seen him this whole season play just terrible games and somehow still get playing time. Of course, we needed to play him this game because of the injuries, but he was so bad. Um, That first goal that was scored against us, you couldn't even get the yellow card. If you're going to go in, you have to go in. Like, Ansu Fati can pull a guy down. Like, we have players that are not defenders that know how to get a foul better than you. If you watch that goal back, he goes in. He goes down early. He doesn't even touch the player. It felt like he dove earlier than he should have, missed the player completely, and they were able to get around. And now our defense is down 2 1. And he's standing in the midfield over there somewhere watching all it go down. It was so bad. At the very least, you should be able to get a foul. Stop somebody from getting past you in open field. You should be able to do that as a defender. That's just, that's 101. And he didn't do that. The second goal, I mean, watching that back again, Kunde is following Rodrigo, making the run behind him. Modric is coming at Alonso and passes it to Benzema, and Alonso doesn't make the switch. He doesn't even try to get in front of Benzema. He just stands there. It's just, it's so bad. It's so bad. This is not the first time. This will not be the last time. Marcos Alonso is not a good player anymore. I've never really watched him pre-coming to Barca, but he does not deserve to be here. He should leave Xavi should never play this man again. And that was the good, bad, the ugly of that game. Now, as I said earlier, I'm going to add some context to this whole situation. The context is very important. I think the reality of the situation is we are not there yet. I don't know how many other people felt this, but I have not been convinced by these last couple of Classico wins that there wasn't a Real Madrid performance waiting in there soon. Not to say that I wasn't happy that we won the last Clasico. Not to say that I haven't been happy at the Clasicos that we've won, but I've been looking at it from the lens of there have been times where Real was not playing as good as they are. I do not like that team. Absolutely cannot stand that team. But they are a very good team very balanced and for a lot of people they're champions league title favorites as much as i hate to say it but they are 
it's a testament to, I guess, Xavi and our team that we've been able to hold them as much as we have this season. But at the same time, I felt a lot of the times they just weren't, they weren't at their best. And I don't know if this is their best, but the reality of the situation is we just, we had a lot of things to contend with and we're playing a team that is actually on paper much better than we are. So I don't know. I didn't go into this game super confident. I was never like, oh, we've got this. It's in the bag, especially knowing the injuries we have, which was another reality that we really have to put into the context of this game. We were missing very key players in very key positions. This is not an excuse for Xavi, but we really were missing some. I mean, if we had just even Frankie would have made a huge difference. Christensen would have made even more of a difference. Having Dembele or Pedri, also big differences. And we just, we missed key pieces in all the different aspects of the field that were so necessary. So from a reality perspective, like, yeah, I don't know. I I can't say that I'm that upset, even with Xavi. Like, I think he should have made some substitutions earlier, but he really didn't have much to do or work with in this situation. He was given a bad hand here, and I am not an apologist in any way for a bad performance, but these are the realities. I mean, we have been, for a decade, buying poorly, making some really terrible decisions here, there, and everywhere. And you look at Kamavinga, you look at Chuamini, you look at some of these players and you think like, wow, Real's really setting a foundation for their future in a way that like we just haven't been doing with our purchases. And it's sad to say that, but I've been thinking that for a while. Real Madrid is playing their cards right in a lot of different aspects of their club that we just haven't been doing. Obviously, all of that was Bartomeu and his group, but we can't sit here and act like we are exactly where Real is now. They are likely to win the Champions League. I would hate for that to happen, but they're likely to do it. So this performance from them, I wasn't super surprised. I wasn't super surprised that it happened when we were missing these types of players that are really important to us. So it's the reality that we have to deal with. It sucks, but at least we still have the league. We're 12 points ahead. The good that we can take out of this, hopefully, is that Xavi starts to phase out these older players. This game, more than any other, should have been the game that said, you know what? This is not sustainable. We really need to, with the last couple of games we have going, test new things. Start playing some of these younger players. I mean, I know we have some young center backs that have been talked about. I think one of their names is Chidi uh, or Chadi. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but I would love to see him getting some reps. Start playing these players with the other players in the squad that they're going to be playing with down the line. I mean, we really need to lean on our academy players now because we don't have the money to go out and buy other players. And what we will keep doing if we keep trying to get these players in the market is we are going to get more Marcos Alonso's, more Pionics. We're going to keep getting these players that we really don't want to be putting on long contracts or even two-year contracts. 
like we're playing stop caps right now we're trying to put players in places because they're free and we can get them but we don't need bear in situations and marco Alonso's. we don't need to be stuck with players that we have to play i would much rather see us start putting in these younger players i mean sergio roberto should be sitting for the next couple of weeks paulo torre should be in there Let's test out these younger players, get them integrated into the squad, and and see what happens. Because that's where we are. That's the reality of the situation. That's what we need to do. So if that's the best that comes out of this game, if that's what this loss does for us, and we can still go on and win the league, I'm okay with that. It's a pretty good season in my book. There are a lot of coulda, shoulda, wouldas. There are a lot of places that we could have been. We could have gone further in a bunch of different tournaments, but... Really, there has been a mix of bad luck in that earlier in the Champions League, we didn't have our best defense. And yes, Xavi has made some bad decisions at multiple different points as well. But in crucial times, we've been stuck with injuries and we've been put in positions where we had to play players that just are not good enough. Um, Hopefully, this also let's us take a look at our physios over the summer and say like hey this is something's not working here because there are a lot of injuries happening and it could just be that these players are playing so many more games this than the other but we've got to start figuring this out before we get out of here we're going to talk about monday really quickly so monday we play irona they're 11th in the table that game shouldn't be a cakewalk but As I just said, I would love to see us start phasing in some younger players, start trying some new things. I would love to see us go out on a high. And that high for me isn't just winning games by a lot, but it's also getting younger players in and seeing what could potentially be our future, especially if we have these big injuries. Like I would love to see Sergio Busquets not start. Love to see Marcos Alonso not start. I would love to see some just changes and of course saying it is easier than doing it and i know there are going to be people out there saying oh these kids aren't ready this then the other i don't disagree but how else do you get them ready you know it's it's we have bigger games coming up we play atletico madrid so yeah we can try to do what we did against real there with these some of these veterans but for some of these other games let's just go for it let's just 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 attack Let's bring in new players. Let's end this season with something for us all the Kool-Aids to look forward to. Well, that's it for now. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, Forza Barca. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.